it meant anything goes. Anyone could die, anyone could fall in love, anyone could die, anyone could fall in love, anyone could die, anyone could die. Concept was so cool. Future apocalypse. Concept was so cool. People couldn't believe it. They had to believe it. People couldn't believe it. They had to believe it. This is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I are covering Age of Apocalypse, the 90s crossover sensation. Uh, we have covered a bunch of num- issues. Number one, we are on to Factor X. Gary, how are you feeling today? How you, how, how, how you feeling about some X-Men right now? What's going on with, that, with your X-Men feelings? I'm feeling so good about X-Men. I have not been reading a lot of X-Men because uh, I've not been wanting to get ahead on the series. Uh, but I think that Hawksbox is finally on Unlimited. Ooh, so that's been on my, uh, I think so. So that's been on my, uh, on my radar. Interesting. Um, to, uh, read, I could be wrong about that. So don't, uh, you know, don't yeah. depend on it. Don't yell um, at, don't yell at Gary on Twitter. If it's not, if, yeah. if, if it's not on there at Plumber Duck. Yes. Um, the, uh, so I, I'm feeling good about X-Men. Always feeling good about X-Men. Um, I like this comic. I like how many twins there are. There's a lot if of you twins. Like twins. You will like this comic. <laughs> like, it's all twins, man. There are four sets of fucking twins in this comic. Sinister's got a fucking fetish. I um, uh, I was playing um, Breath of the Wild recently, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you, I don't remember if you've ever played that, but uh, oh yeah. So around Breath of the Wild, there's these stables, and around the stables gather various NPCs, and um, I had kind of noticed it too. At one of them, like there was just like, like several sets of twins running around, and like I was just kind of running around talking to people and like seeing if they had quests or whatever. And then this person was like, I talked to this NPC, and she was like, "Do you notice that there's like a weird amount of twins around here? I think I'm on a jet." And I was like, "Yeah, girl, get the fuck out." <laughs> uh, very charming. Yeah. Game, that is. Yeah, gotta stay stay away from twins. I am good friends. With uh, somebody who has an identical twin. Mm-hmm. I've, I've mentioned that before. It is real fun and weird to hang out with them. I like them both. And uh, it's super strange because they you know look the same but with different haircuts and stuff. But they also have the same voice. Ooh. And that always surprises me. Because it's like, of course they do. Right? Like, it makes sense. I never thought about it before. Uh, yeah. And they have entirely the same voice. It's very weird. I don't think um, our friends over at the Short Game Podcast, uh, Reagan and um, um, Shane, are twins. Yeah. But listening to that podcast it's really they, hard for me to distinguish the two of those guys sometimes like i get they it are twins they are twins okay okay yeah cool i'm i'm 99 sure of that yeah okay. i'm only doubting it because you just said that they weren't but i, I <laughs> if you had asked me without without saying that they weren't i would have been like yeah they're twins so you know how that is 100 um, percent. yeah i agree so uh twin time um but I'm, I'm doing good how are you doing uh in general 
I'm doing well. Uh, I'm uh, we're in kind of a like despite the podcast and doing comic books, we're in kind of like an X Men media drought. Like they delayed mm-hmm. once again. They delayed that New Mutants movie, and there's no news. It's only going to get better with more time in the hopper. Man. It's, it's going to keep going. Like there's a special effects <laughs> guy that is like, yes, yes, can, yes I can yes. get the perfect got, fire that I wanted. Got my got my quarantine project. Um, but yeah, like uh, there's no new movies. Um, the big thing was Hawkspox, and I didn't. I, I really liked Hawkspox. I don't really understand it. Like I, I need to like go back through it with a, a, a like somebody to tell me what happened in that basically um but yeah no movies no tv shows nothing really happening with x-men stuff so it's kind of a bummer man like i want i want i want more uh, x-men media in the universe yeah i will let you know uh paul o'brien who does as uh, one half of the comics podcast i listen to which mm-hmm. house to astonish uh has been doing annotations for all of the new marvel Oh, House cool. of m powers of them stuff so okay. and if anybody like that guy's read every x-men comic that's ever existed uh, i think literally uh, so he is, uh, the one to do that. Um, I'm a big fan of him anyway. So not to tell other people that, you know, to listen to other comics podcast, but if you listen to two comics podcast, make it this one house to astonish. It only comes make out it, like once. Every make it house weeks. to astonish and explain the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> just make it those two. Uh, house to astonish barely counts. It only comes out like once every two months. Yeah. But I like those guys. Um, yeah. We're talking about factor X Yes, as we're going through our number ones. Um, we have, uh, Cyclops, Havoc, Dark Beast, and the twins, uh, Jean-Marie and Jack something. Yeah. Uh, North, North Star and Aurora. Yes. North Star and Aurora. Um, and like this all looks appropriately, uh, you know, grunge nineties edge. They're standing on some barbed wire, barbed wire and skulls. Like we're doing, we're doing some good work already. Like we know what we're in for. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is dark. Yeah. Uh, we've got a new artist and writer team on this. Uh, this is Steve Epting uh, doing the pencils, which I'm not super into. It's okay. It's very like 80s house style. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this. This does not look like it updated too much for the 90s, honestly. And then the uh, the writing is John Francis Moore, who I mostly know from. Uh, I think he wrote the original Moon Knight. Interesting. Uh, run, okay. which I read. Um, and I know he did some X Factor. Uh, in general, and I have some affection for him. I like this comic um, in the, in this series, but he's not like a huge fan of John Francis Moore. He's okay. I think he also wrote uh, X Men twenty ninety nine, which I do have a lot of affection for. Yeah, me too. Like, if, yeah, if we ever wanted to just do like a one week, like the opening arc of that, like the three issues would be a fun, yeah, little absolutely. thing. Because th- mm-hmm. those comics, I have just because it was so exciting when that came out. Dude, 2099. That's a cool fucking yeah, yeah. year, man. That's a cool year. <laughs> my, 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 one of my really good friends still has, uh, it's his email address is his name 2099. Perfect. Perfect. Because of that's that. a good I'm Twitter like, handle yeah, too. Dude. Now that I'm thinking about oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, I have a lot of affection for X-Men 2099. I bought, um, I don't have any more, but I bought from eBay a complete run of, oh, nice. uh, and, and read it, um, know, like 10 years ago, uh, and stuff. And it's not good. Like it, it's, it's only nostalgia good. It's sure. not like stands up good, but it was still just like, man, skull fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Skull fire. Crystal. Mean Super streak. dope. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodhawk. I am. Uh, I have, I have two long boxes of comics that I've been carried around since I was 13 years old through every place that I've ever lived. And I, I think I'm finally ready to give it up, Gary. I think this is the year that I'm just gonna be like, somebody please take these fucking mm. like bagged and tagged comic books out of, off of my hands. Cause I've never, Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should like open them up and go read them and then like 
see if I like them or any of them. And then like, just try to get rid of all of them because Jesus Christ, why do I still have them? I don't need them. Like if I wanted to read any of that bullshit, I could just open up an app on my phone. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. I got rid of my, all my old comics like quite a while ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, yeah. And I'm, uh, I don't regret it. So, um, yeah. Be free. Uh, (laughs) speaking of being free, we got a team of real miscellaneous characters. They don't mind dying. Uh, escaping uh, from the gigantic eyesore white castle that Apocalypse owns. And I think the Um, the big thing we need to mention before we get into the action is that this is all uh, narrated by Sinister, um, which I think, I think this is, that lends it, this lends it a, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is, but like a, it's credibility. Maybe it's, it's, so yeah, it's, it's a, so it's a little bit, a little bit more credible. It's not just purple narrator. Yes. It's a point of view character we don't get very much. It's a character who's actually like pretty interesting in the Age of Apocalypse storyline because he's heroic by comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's a villain, but the overthrow of Apocalypse, Mister Sinister, is instrumental in that. Yeah. You know, and that's something that always, you know, that's something that's a big part of like Executioner's song and like a lot of the different crossovers from the '90s is that like Mister Sinister is definitely a villain, but he's a moral science villain. Yes. So he will, you know, he's not willing to give up everything in order to do evil. You know, and um, uh, we're going to start out with a team of uh, uh, a, a ragtag team of mutants escaping the pins. Um, but you can already yeah. tell that they are they're already arguing with each other when one of them suggests that they could leave one of the injured mutants behind because they're slowing down. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. Um, we're going to be work together for better or for worse. And then, of course, when he says worse, uh, our our group of evil guys show up. So, um, yeah. Yeah, this is it, and it's and it's full on ninety. Cyclops has a motorcycle. Uh, Dude, that's pretty dope. I love that. Like motor, him and uh, have it get motorcycles since uh, North Star and Aurora can fly. Hell yeah, dude! Super yeah. good. Um, you know, and everyone is super evil except for Cyclops. Yes. Uh, you know, Cyclops is like, hey, you guys should surrender. Um, everyone else is like, I hope they don't surrender. Why bother talking? Kill them. You know, just uh, <laughs> destroy them. Uh, this is, uh, you know, uh, a group of team of characters we know, and they're just characters we don't mind if they die. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, character with the eye patch here, I think this is Callisto. Yes. Um, or not Callisto. I'm sorry. The Morlock. The Morlock who has the eye patch. Who? Uh, some of these are Morlocks. So it's uh, they, it's they Avalanche. Referencing her as Tasia, uh, but I, uh, I Tasia is the one who's sick. That's a uh, Fantasia. Oh, okay. Well, um, the one with the uh, the eye patch is uh, somebody else. Okay. Um, Cy- Cyclops names are later. Um, but uh, we also have Pyro, Pyro Avalanche, and two Morlocks. Basically. Yeah. Um, I like the Pyro in this because Pyro is when he uses his powers, he actually physically burns himself. Uh, but he's like because yeah, no, Xavier died. <laughs> yeah, because apparently because <laughs> Xavier died, <laughs> it altered his genetic code. Oh, good job, Xavier, man! You really, you really did did a number on these guys. <laughs> Um, it's so weird it's so fucking weird dude uh so and it's and it's just a fight scene at this point like uh yeah. like havoc's taking care of pyro cyclops is gonna chase um the the, the eye patch lady whose name we can't remember yeah. Uh, yeah we'll find out in a moment uh toad is there and uh he's known as newt in the in this version oh like the uh, witches just, uh yeah yeah uh, like witches yeah. use and toads yep. okay that's a, that's yeah, yeah. a stretch, guys. That's a fucking yeah, stretch. I, you know what? You know what newts don't do? Jump, jump. Uh, they're just lizards. But um, in, the, in a world that is absent of Charles Xavier, <laughs> Toad gets named Newt. <laughs> newts jump like crazy. actually, it's because newts jump. 
there probably are no toads in this world because of Charles Xavier. Um, so, uh, North star, uh, backhands them, you know, they're being cruel. Uh, you know, North star and Aurora, they're horrible. Uh, you know, they say, uh, Aurora's like, I'm going to kill, uh, or uh, Tasia, Fantasia's like, just kill me. I don't want to go back to the pens. And then she's like, I'm not going to kill you. We're going to dip you into the next soup. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. the beast specifically the beast took everything from from Fantasia so like not good and she and she yeah. looks like she's like she's like crying she's got scars all over her face like she's not having a great time yeah uh, Cyclops runs off to catch uh, not Callisto and uh, so her name is Artemis yeah. um, and her power is camouflaging herself so she doesn't stay hidden she uh, materializes and uh, kicks we've seen her in the, the cartoon she was on the Morlocks who like went up against the wall. And became camouflaged, uh, if I remember right. Um, but they get into a fight uh, here. Her calling him out, like, you're one of, you know, Sinister's lapdogs. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. Cyclops is still kind of being an okay guy. You know, um, I don't want to have to hurt you. Like, he just wants them to come peacefully. Because Cyclops' arc during this whole thing is that he is, uh, you know, kind of willfully deceiving himself. Yes. Yeah. Uh, through this whole thing. Um, it, like very much like I don't want to have to hurt you kind of vibe from from Cyclops here, which it seems really weird when you're on a murder squad that employed basically by Nazis. <laughs> like it's yeah, kind of exactly. You're like you're like top ten Nazi guy, and like oh, I just I don't want to make I want to make sure you're okay for when we put you back into the human pens. It, <laughs> like I, you wish it was the human pens. It's it's a soup. Oh, yeah, we're gonna dissolve right. you to make a you know we're we're gonna dissolve you. And he's just you know this whole Cyclops' arc during this storyline is him realize you know coming to terms. With the fact that he's being a, a goose stepper and doesn't like, it. yeah. Um, the uh, she's going to pull a knife, and uh, uh, Havoc kills her. Yes, uh, and they kind of talk about this a little bit. Um, Havoc says, like, you know, I uh, Apocalypse's first law is survival of the fittest. I'm sure you remember that. Yeah, you know, she would have killed you with this. You're getting soft. And then we go um, to the Statue of Liberty, which has been placed with a enormous <laughs> statue of Apocalypse because why very not? Funny. Super yeah. good. Also, very- also the statue is home to a science space because why not? It's super funny. Like, yeah. hell yeah, dude. Sin- Sinister lives in Apocalypse's head. Fucking great. And look- dude. looks out through the eye thing. It's very funny. Um, so good. You know, yeah. Uh, looking out, he's monologuing to himself, talking about his history, you know. Uh, after years of manipulating the development of a handful of mutants and secrets, I have enough resources to engineer the evolution of mutant kind. But Apocalypse is going to destroy it all by goading the humans into nuclear war. Yes. So basically, you know, explaining his motivation, like why he is betraying Apocalypse. I want to control the gene pool. Like, I want to be yep. like the dominant force on this earth, but I also want there to be somebody to dominate. <laughs> like it's, yeah, there has to be an earth. Yeah. It's a low bar. <laughs> there there yeah, has yeah. to be an earth. <laughs> like, yeah. Apocalypse, you fucking moron. Um, and also, have, we seen, kind of, have, have we seen Sinister, like with the, all of the metal stuff on him in this? Like, we haven't seen oh, this yeah. design yet, right? Like, oh, yeah. No, we have. He's in uh, X Men Alpha. He must have had pants on because I didn't realize he, like, the metal went all the way down. You know what I'm saying? Well, he's just at home doing Zoom calls with his twins, so he doesn't have to wear pants. They can't see him from the waist down. You know? Sure, sure. So he just pulls up the twins folder on his on his Skype and oh, man. pulls everybody up. You don't want to get the twins folder on your Skype and the twins folder in your porn folder mixed up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> it could be very bad. Twins1.jpg, twins2.jpg. Um. So, uh, cuts over, he's kind of going through his different crew and we're being introduced to the cast of this book, which is like surprisingly large, um, you know, for this, this dealing with the, you know, this is the book that takes place behind enemy lines, you know, and we're getting all of our heroes that are villains. Um, the Statue of Liberty is also a prison, 
uh, I think those are the same place where uh, it's showing the human pens uh, here, and we're seeing the Guthrie twins uh, taking them out, including a new Guthrie twin. Uh, it talks about Cannonball. Uh, Cannonball is here, and then um, Elizabeth Guthrie, who is like a giant man. Yeah. A megamorph. Hell yeah. Yeah. I always I don't like think people she appears that in I like when people can get big too. Yeah. I don't know if this is in their the regular universe. I don't know if uh Elizabeth Guthrie shows up. Yeah. Um, and um and these guys, you mentioned it earlier, but these dudes are giant assholes. Like they're super mean. Yeah. Um they, they just want to kill humans all the time and you know, we need to show them where their place is, things like that. Uh and Cyclops is not really like when Cyclops and Havoc shows up to this, they're not really Cyclops is not really into this. He's like, you know, we 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 are negotiating with the human council and, and, and Cannibal is like, yeah. fuck that. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, we're here to yeah. kill. <laughs> yeah. Cyclops is the only one who wants to follow the rules. Like yeah. it's amazing he hasn't gotten fragged. He's like Principal Skinner with his uh his Vietnam troop. He's like I got shot five times in the back. Weirdly, it was at a Bob Hope, uh you know, uh, USMC <laughs> show. Um, and after Cyclops leaves, you know, Alex says like keep your droogs in line. There's a lot of like, you know, uh little little bits of slang. Uh, and uh, Cannonball is like, do we have to take that? And uh, Alex says, Sinister made my brother the head of the EMF. He outranks us for now. Yeah. Um, and this takes us to the beast layer, um, where we get some, some information on Hank McCoy, whose experimentations kind of uh, caused his mutation to get radicalized, whatever that means. Um, yep. But now he is devoted to science and quote, he works unencumbered by the moral dilemma of human vivisection. Um, yeah. So, uh, evil, evil science guy experimenting on humans and mutants alike. Also, keeping a pet coyote. I guess is that what that is. I I know what it is. It's got copper hackles. Uh, it's yeah. lupine, so it's dog like or wolf like. Um, I have no idea what his weird pet is. Um, Havoc shows up as he's dipping the prisoners they caught into the goo. Yeah. Uh, to to make goo, um, he mentions like, are you experiencing any separation pangs from your unfortunate transporter? Mishap. I love it. Uh, Do you miss the sentinel hand on? that was up your butt? Is what he's asking. Yeah. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> um, and Havoc is here to uh, to kind of test the waters with the idea of him taking over. You know, he's like, you know, what do you think about uh, Cyclops? Like, what do you, what do you? Th- My brother seems preoccupied lately, and reflexes. You know, his reflexes are dull, and his judgment is impaired. And B says, you know, hypothetically, I'd support whoever allows me to continue my work. But you should remember that Sinister holds your brother in high regard. Yes. You know, like, just a classic beast, like, being above this, but saying, like, be careful. You know, I'm not going to back you, but I would support whoever lets me keep doing evil. Yes. Basically. Um, so we're setting up a little a little plot here for Alex and Scott to argue with each other and fight a lot. Um, yep. Cyclops is still, like, kind of on the hunt for to go talk to Sinister when he runs into the Bedlam Brothers. Uh, people yep. I don't recognize from 616 at all. So, like, maybe uh, this is my, a limitation on me. But um, these are two guys. Yeah, they're, with... uh, they're from it. Uh, one okay. of the guys uh, was Bedlam. He was in uh, X-Force for a time. Uh, the other one was a villain. Um, I can't remember where they were. But they're both, these guys are, like, late 90s X-Men stuff. Like, they barely appeared in early X-Men. This might actually be their first appearance. Oh, weird. Um, okay. And then they made their way into their regular universe. I could be wrong about that, but I associate them with later X Force. Uh, so. um, yeah. These guys are cool. Like, I like their power. Uh, and I like that they're not total shitbags. Yes. Um, like, they're the only two people here who, other than Cyclops who are not just absolute monsters. 
but they're also mm-hmm. like soldiers, right? Like they they're just they're just yeah. here to like drink, hang out with women, and and do whatever it's told they they're being told to do. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah. you know, somebody with flexible morals can do well under apocalypse. Yeah, you know, and they're they're fully enjoying that. You know, and they're they're horse playing. Yes, uh, they are. They are the good brothers. <laughs> they are the brothers yeah. that have a relationship with one another. Yeah, and Cyclops is of course jealous. Yes, uh, they're you know they gladly die defending each other. Uh, um, and uh cyclops chides them they say hey why don't you come to heaven with us like we're going to uh angel's club to go party tonight you could use a night on the town and of course and, it's uh, cyclops so he's like no nah <laughs> now i'm gonna go check in with dad uh, i'm gonna see what dad wants it's been a while since i you know uh sinister was very disturbing in our last conversation i haven't seen him since uh that conversation was the next one alpha and he goes to the lock that <sighs> sinister has which is a brain with an eyeball on it Gary, uh, I know you're not really into like smart home stuff, uh, but you know they've yeah. had the, all these video doorbells and stuff. Like, yeah. I would I would let Amazon sell me a disembodied brain with an eye on it, so that I could <laughs> like if I could just because it's like scanning for like sinister brain waves, right? Like that's what he says. Like, oh, it only scan it allows specific brain waves to be in, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I like one yeah. EPS guy. He's allowed. The second guy, <laughs> fuck that dude. No, you no, no USPS <laughs> mailman. <laughs> Jeremy's going to buy a brain with an eye on it from Amazon because he's no longer tethered by the morals of human vivisection. That's, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no longer tethered. <laughs> Jay is here. Wait wait for the podcast to change, everybody. I am no, no longer, longer tethered. <laughs> podcast is going fucking uh, crazy. No longer tethered Jay and Miles. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah this, this is great. Uh, he's arguing with the doorbell. Because it's fucking uh, Cyclops. He has yeah. to argue with this <laughs> like disembodied telepath doorbell. Uh, and Sinister has a great line. He was like, I told you once, my grim son. Uh, which is very Grim funny. son. Fucking my a, grim dude. son. You did not realize I was telling you goodbye. You don't realize that I was setting you free. Yeah. Um, we cut over to heaven, which we've seen before. This is Angel's Nightclub where humans and mutants are allowed to party together. Yes. Um, Havoc is there on some personal business um, that is not really explained. And really before anything can start happening, a a human fanatic shows up and starts shooting the place up, inter- interrupting the, um, the singer Scarlett McKenzie, which sounds like, yeah, like an Amazon dollar, <laughs> $1 softback heroin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and this, so yeah, is, this, uh, this is Peter Gyrick. Yes. Who shows up. Who's a human supremacist, which like, give it up man like I, yeah I man like, like at, at this, this point, point yeah like i mean yeah. i guess you know what good on you for keeping it real i guess like i don't yeah, i suppose <laughs> I, you know uh it's it, it's rough stuff um at this point and he's about to uh to murder everybody here you know and the bedlam brothers stop him uh they use their powers uh he starts talking he's in mid uh kind of conversation his brain gets scrambled he starts saying nonsense and his gun dissolves with a uh, onomatopoeia Treblamp. 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 God, don't you uh, hate I mean, when you're trying to shoot somebody and it goes, and your gun just goes treblamp? This situation's gone treblamp. <laughs> it's like um, that old, uh, old Lonely Island song. This is not treblamp, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, this is where we learn the, uh, the Bedlam Brothers' powers. Uh, one of them can, uh, cause mental confusion. The other one, uh, psionically, uh, rewires and destroys machinery. Yeah. So. Cool, good pairing. Cool power set. Good pairing. Good pairing. Yeah. Yep. Um, and this point, uh, Scarlet is like, you know, we just got a terrorist attacked. I'm going to take this as my, my curtain call and say goodnight. She goes back and it turns out 
uh, she's been having an affair with Havoc. <gasps> uh, she's a human, and this is a huge scandal. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, later, when they show back up at Apocalypse's crib, um, they like the three of them, the Bedlam Brothers and Havoc, are all showing up, and the Bedlam Brothers like kind of mention that of like, hey, you know, we would be here a little earlier, but Alex was backstage with Scarlet, and Alex like is like, you need to shut the fuck up, is what you need to do. Get yeah, my name, yeah. get my name out your mouth, Bedlam. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, if you're implying I was involved with a flat scan. You know, we all know the penalties for miscegenation. Oof. You know, I also like it how the other Bedlam brother is like, oh, dad's still awake when they see Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. That's very funny. Uh, I love that. And he's just like, I take my duties seriously. Like, this is the answer. I expected you back hours ago. Um, he's basically saying, like, I cannot get into Sinister's lab. Uh, Havoc's saying it's no big deal. But he's like, no, no, no. I'll take full responsibility. Um, you know. Take, you know, use your powers, uh, Bedlam Brother. I can't remember which Bedlam Brother is which. Uh, mental Bedlam Brother. Use your psychic power to scramble this Amazon brain lock. Yeah. So we can get in and find out what's going on in Sinister's private chambers. Which has been destroyed. Um, yeah. And uh, Cyclops says, and I think um, the narration confirms, from Sinister confirms, that he did this, he, Sinister did this himself. Like, he destroyed all of his equipment and abandoned them. Yeah. Uh, and Sinister in his thing, he says, like, the, sh- the fuse is lit. You know, an Apocalypse awaits the explosion. Um, it shows Havoc saying, like, I'm going to take advantage of this. Now that Sinister is not around to protect you, we're going to fight. Um, an auto-destruct sequence is engaged, and the uh, it blows up. Yes. There. This is the head of the um, Apocalypse of Liberty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Apocalypse of Not Liberty. The Statue of Slavery. <laughs> the, the Statue um, of Not Liberty is actually really funny. Yeah. <laughs> what, if just, what if he just changed the plaque? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, and that that's the end of the issue. Uh, the next issue we're going to do dealing with this explosion in the pens. People are going to try to escape uh, while Havoc and Cyclops are not on each other's side. Yeah. Uh, and Havoc tries this coup. So pretty cool. Like cool little, uh, nice little dramatic situation, self-contained little dramatic situations that up here. Yes, very much so. Um, I'm actually like, um, I, I, I posted like the website I was using as kind of a, a reading list for this and the Slack. And, uh, someone said like, it's really hard to go through these just with the number ones to, and to get a feel for them. But I'm actually like super enjoying, like just, uh, this feels like a, like a grab bag of, crazy shit happening in the X-Men universe right now. And I'm really kind of digging it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it too. I like, uh, jumping around. Yeah. You know, here, because they do start intersecting. Um, Wolverine and Jean Grey start showing up in, in factor X, I believe those titles kind of merge. Um, a couple other ones do that. I can't remember exactly how they do, but it does make sense to read them a little bit in publication order. I think. Yeah. And we're gonna um, we're gonna try to keep doing that too. So yeah, 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 yeah. We're <clears> gonna <throat> we're gonna keep with the publication order as best we can. Um, and uh, yeah, but nothing's stopping you if you want to read that. No, no. Get after it. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, and, right after you go to Duckfeed. No, excuse me. Patreon.com slash TV and almost give us some it. cash. <laughs> I can't yep, fuck it up. It. If you go to pa- if you go to duckfeet.tv slash Patreon, it does work. I confirm that it that does. Is yeah. A, yeah, yeah. It's a redirect, but yes, um, it does work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we appreciate everyone who does that. If you're unable to do that, um, please leave us a rating review on Apple podcast or tell your friends about it. Uh, we appreciate all that stuff. Um, and we just appreciate you listening. Absolutely. So, yeah, Very much. Other shows on the network. Yeah. Uh, watch our YouTubes, all that stuff. Uh, all of your support means a lot to us in these, uh, these trying times. So. Yeah. And we'll be back in a couple of days to start out with, 
Uh, X-Man, number one. Every, everybody's favorite man, X-Man. The most confusingly named of all these. Oof. It's going to be weird, Gary. It's going to be weird. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you later. <laughs>